The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time to press play. Oh, man. Welcome to Amon Green's Gamer's Lounge, a show that you're going to get fun. We're going to talk about fun topics from around esports and the video game world. Talk on what is on stream, you know, them fun streaming apps where you can watch TV shows and movies or documentaries on everything. And then, of course, game releases. This would not be an esports show if we didn't talk about games that are coming out in the given week. And then we'll finish off the show, wrap the show with a fun game of this or that that we guys, we know that there's nobody keeping score, but we act like there is a score being kept. Ben, John, how are you guys doing? Doing great, Amon Green. How was your Halloween? I know you're big into this. Yes, Halloween. I wrapped up the horror month uh, with actual watching Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, where it all begun for Michael Myers and him hacking and slashing people. So uh, we watched that. And then for that, the dress up, I dressed up like my man Lurch from Call of Duty. His actual full name is Marcus Ortega. They took him and put him in the video game and I dressed up as him. I was actually I kept my flat top, though. So I had flat. I was flat top lurch. So if you type in lurch Call of Duty, you'll see the guy, and he's a big, big uh, uh, Latino guy. And uh, so I had a flat top. That was the only difference. Yeah. So between that, being lurch, I I cracked in, ripped into some Watchdog Legion, played a little bit of that, and also got my Madden game back on point because the kids here at the esports facility been destroying me. So I had to get my game back up, get my confidence back up. I did that. Hey, <laughs> are there any threw, photos? Threw of you? on some Avengers as well. I've, I've been I'm playing that RPG. It's been it's a fun game. Are there any photos of you of you in costume? I'm on Instagram right now and I'm not seeing anything. Ag. Uh, we didn't. I I asked my wife. She wanted to post some. She was like, no. Usually she is in the mood to post, but she wasn't on uh, Halloween. I was uh. surprised because she dressed up as a fun little clown <laughs> and she did her makeup and everything. And I said, hey, let's take some shots. And she was like, nah, not in the mood. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> ben Maramon, I know that response. Yeah, I wasn't going to like question. I was just like, no problem. I'm going to let it go. So how about you guys? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was good. We had a little uh, car stoom contest that we uh, put on, socially distant. Everybody had masks said, on. Yeah. You said on. car? You said car? Stoom. You said, yes. Car stoom. Like car, car costumes? Explain. Yes, I will explain. explain. This, so there was cash prizes that were awarded, but you had to get yourself dressed up in your Halloween costume and then do the same for your car. And then you competed, you rolled through. We had some judges that looked at these cars and added up the score. So it was a lot of fun. That makes Genius. sense. Genius. Yeah, right? That what makes was the sense. coolest car? Genius. Who came up with this idea? I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who came up with Garrett, maybe. I think you know who that is, AG. Let's give credit yeah. to Garrett. Yeah, let's we'll give him credit. Uh, what was the coolest one? Man, there were so many. Uh, the lady who dressed up as Maleficent won. She had this amazing costume. Like She was actually dressed up just like that character. And she had a wow. costume. Where Angelina she, Jolie. Okay. Yeah. And she had the, um, her costume had a button she could push, and wings would come out from behind her back. It was just amazing. Whoa. Like she went full and then she sort of did this, like she got up on some sort of pedestal and she had her staff in her hand and she was like yelling at us judges like the actual character does in the show movie. So it was cool. It was, it was a good time. She got into that character. She did. She that's did. But awesome. Hey, right. She, she took home two a, grand. A, so. Right. And that's a deep detailed costume. Yeah. It's layers to that costume. So it sounds like she pulled it off. Wow. She did. It was a lot of fun. 
That's so cool. Nice. Uh, for me, for what Halloween, about you, John? yeah, for me for Halloween, we uh, didn't go trick or treating. COVID. Instead, we uh, <clears throat> went, we went and had basically a scavenger hunt for Easter eggs, but filled with candy. In your house? No, outside. Outside uh, at Epic. It it's a place in people in Wisconsin would know what it is. But anyway, oh, I think this, people nationwide mm-hmm. know, what I, I know what know what that is. Yes. And we just we would walk around the campus and we would uh, go up ahead and and hide candy basically, and it's like a Easter egg hunt, but with candy. Halloween hunt, a hollow hunt, a candy hunt. Hey, yeah, <laughs> we have about three names for it right there. That's Whatever awesome. you want to call that it. That sounds fun though. Yeah, it was fun. fun. The weather was actually better too, so I know that was. Didn't have to worry about putting on jackets and stuff. Last year it snowed uh, where we were at for Halloween. This year it was like 50 degrees. A little windy, but still way more manageable, like you said. And Amon, I, I think you get, you'll be happy with me. Um, since our last podcast, I purchased my first Rocket League, um, I guess, skin. It was a goal explosion is what I bought. I bought a yeah, goal explosion. Yeah. It cost like 10 bucks. <laughs> So explain nice. to and us. Was, so after you score a goal, something amazing happens. Yeah. So it was the it, Ghostbusters theme for Rocket oh, you, League. That's yeah. the one you bought. I bought the because we talked about that. D- did we? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy yeah, the we car. Made it. I didn't buy the. I I bought the goal explosion with is the State Puff Marshmallow Man, right? Oh man. Do you so score, cool. and then he like walks oh, out of the goal. You guys sent me a video of that. Oh, it's so cool. I gotta see that. He like goes Rawr, and he walks out of the goal every time you score. I paid ten bucks <sighs> for it. So now once you. So now, once you buy it, I see somebody it, with the uh, the Slimer, the Slimer Skull Explosion, you, the Slimer. I, I saw that one. You, th- that existed. I Gosh. think it did because I John thought I saw somebody refund. with that one. I was John watching somebody play refund. on uh, on YouTube. So once you buy these goal explosions, can you use them for the rest of the time you play the game, or is it just a limited amount of time? I think I can play it. On, I I don't know. <laughs> I think I can play it on my no, profile. Yeah, yeah. It's always you. Always, always have that. It's basically okay. like a. Um, you know, like you said, like you started to say, it's like a skin. You attach it to your vehicle. It's about the superficial look, and that is part of the your outfit, basically, your profile of that car. Because you know, you got put on different color tires. The boost. I didn't get the car. Out the I back just, of the car. I just you can got make the goal. Red, green, yellow, blue. So yeah, I just got the goal. I didn't get the car, but still. Oh yeah, I wish right. I would have gotten Slimer. I didn't see that. I just yeah, took I what I could Slimer get. Slimer in there. I saw. The, and then, like on Fortnite, they had the outfits too. So every couple games, and they're connected now. Fortnite and Rocket League, they're under Epic now. So they obviously worked hand in hand and having Ghostbusters everywhere. <laughs> it was pretty fun. So I might buy another one someday in the future. <laughs> it feels weird because <laughs> you're I'm an spending, adult. You could do that. I, it's I know, okay, Jack. <laughs> but it still seems weird for a guy not used to buying things on his video games to start buying things why uh, just for fun question did you run this by the wife before you made oh, the no, purchase i did not it was oh, 10 wow. bucks it was it's 10, 10 bucks, bucks. it's a limit like i say anything if Wait. you're in a long-lasting relationship when it's something over three two hundred to three hundred bucks that's when you have a discussion i say that's kind of i say that would be the this maybe the rule around other places i don't know i would agree i'd agree a couple hundred bucks yeah, yeah you better make sure hey heads up I'm spending $290 on something. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Why? Would you just go buy whatever you want? Me? Yeah. No, 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 no. I would not even get close to being able to hide $200 or something like that. How much would you have to? How much would you have to go to before you had to ask? Like, probably closer to like, I don't know, 50? 50. Like, I I just (laughs) feel like I should just mention it. Hey, 
By the way, going to drop, you know, 75 bucks on this. Just a heads up. I did go buy Mario yeah. Party without asking, too. Well, how much you didn't do what? 60 bucks. Wow. 50 bucks, actually. I think oh. it was on sale. You're going to be Party. in the doghouse pretty soon. I bought it. You better watch yourself. It's fun. Fun family deal, oh. right? We all get to play Mario Party. It's fun. Yep. It, uh, <laughs> it, uh, gets his, it gets its use. Exactly. Uh, I just wanted that awkward use. silence for you, John. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That, yeah. Thanks, man. Um, what, what, what I say. <laughs> Going into our fun, our interesting topics of today, uh, that is also an awkward topic, is something that has been now the new normal going on here in the United States, talking about the, um, you know, the social injustices and everything going on in the United States here. And what the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, had mentioned that the game industry needs more black leaders, and he's referencing himself and his company that they're going to be the first to do it. As as you guys know, when the Black Lives Matter movement started, there was companies in the video game world that you saw that would put on their loading screens, you know, saying Black Lives Matter. They're saying they're, they're pledged to change what's going on in America. And that happened in June. And so it's June, you know, July, you know, school starting, football starting, and college and pros and an election and all that. And it's like, where are we at? You know, did, you know, are, is you know is Xbox still on that path? Are other companies still on that path? And so, in this article, that's what Phil Spencer is basically re the, he basically re is is re asked that question: Where are you guys at in your pledges right now? And he says, "Look, they're in, they are working on basically doing better and bringing the black and African American people as managers, as senior individual contributors, and senior leaders into their company. And their goal is between now and 2025." Um, so it, it is now, you know, in that first step first I say first step, first level of getting to that, because there's a lot of headway, obviously, this is something that obviously not going to happen, you know, happen overnight, but the interesting parts of this article, if you guys got to uh, read it, it was, uh, from our good friends at Kutaku and it brought up different angles, different perceptions of people within the company, Phil's experience, you know, as, the CEO as a white man coming up in ranks to some of the other individuals that were of color that created a, uh, I say a group within a company that was the black people that worked at Xbox and how they basically met up once a week, talked about all the issues and, or just partied, had a good time, but how their experience, their experiences have been working for the tech giant because we know, and it got the Xbox X series coming out. And everybody's talking about that, but to also keep this part of, I say, the visual in front of us, you know, the contrast of black people, you know, here in America make up 13.4%. So making sure, you know, within that company, you know, right now it's 4.7% of the company's workforce is black. So make sure you keep that up front. So that then continues to change because if you know you know you know just like anything else guys once you stop talking about it or there's other some other topic that grabs your attention some of the main things that need to help need to get need help or need to get changed gets forgotten yeah i think a great uh part of that article Amon, that you were just talking about is a quote from phil spencer that says the area where i think we really need to focus more as an industry including my own team are, as you said, those visible leaders, because there was a generation where that this didn't happen. So essentially, you know, if if, if you have a very um, uh, diverse workforce and you have more African-Americans, whatever it may be, but if they're not people that are out front talking about your business in front of a camera doing interviews and that, 
that's the part that he's saying is so important because people have to see. Am I right on that, AG? Yeah, you're right. It's right. It's just like a young kid. No, you know, they're, you know, seeing a young kid from whatever, you know, from a background that's African American, that's Asian American, a young girl that's seeing a woman at a big company on stage presenting, talking, that young child can now be influenced in a positive way, knowing, oh, I got opportunity to do what she's doing, to do what he's doing. He or she looks like me. So that means I could do that too. Right. And what, what Phil referenced, like you mentioned, Ben, is like, Everybody where he's at, they're all white and doesn't give no inspiration to other people that want to come up and be in this industry saying that it's not saying they can't do it. It's just a lot tougher, you know, to get there when you're not, you know, when you're not white. And it's, it's a hard topic. Obviously, like I said, I mentioned earlier, it's awkward, but it's something that has to be eventually continued to get talked about to where it's not awkward anymore. And then that's where you start to see the change, basically. And I think this is not just I mean, this is something I think that. We're, we're focused here on Xbox, but I'm sure it's an issue throughout the gaming universe, right? Um, yes. And, and in, in another one of these quotes in this article you're talking about is from Carl Vernado. Um, yeah, I was just Carl, about to mention yeah. that. The chairperson right for the advocacy group Black in Gaming says that it's not just an Xbox thing. That um, it also, you can't just shoot a dart at the wall and say, okay, I want 100 black developers in my company right now. Right. Right. It's, right. Not, it's not something that you can just flip the switch and then, right. okay, now where everybody's good. Right. Yeah, let's move on. Well, That's I mean, we even sense. see yeah. it in this industry, whether it be podcasting or or even maybe the radio industry as a whole. There are not a lot of diverse voices that are given this platform that are on the air. But, you know, uh, it's just challenging, too, because you can go down the road like Xbox is doing about how we want to find more African-Americans, more, you know, whichever type of people to work inside the company, but it's just not that easy to just flip a switch and say, right. boom, you know, that's why it's so important yeah. that I'm on. You have this platform because hopefully others see you and say, Oh wow. I look like him. I could do this too. Exactly. And that's where companies like Xbox companies like PlayStation um, and Epic and EA sports, they can put their pledges out there, but they follow through by creating a game plan to grow and just, just like anything, you know, if you're a farmer, you're going to just not just say, I'm going to grow uh, corn and then I'm going to throw seeds in the ground. No, you, you know, you 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 uh, cultivate the land, you dig up the dirt, you make sure that dirt is uh, clean and healthy for the, the corn to grow. So you're cultivating the land. So you make sure you get what they call grassroots programs going on in places around the United States, around the world and going to neighborhoods where, where kids and most people don't have access to high speed Internet, don't have access to high-end gaming computers and have access to the new Xbox or to the new PlayStation. I mean, I've, I mean I mentioned this before on, on the show that a few of my um, athletes here at uh, Lakeland for the eSports program, this was their first time playing on a high-end uh, PC, and they noticed the difference within a few minutes. And they're like, Coach, wow. You know, <laughs> I didn't know that it was that much of a difference between my PlayStation at home and this this computer. That it has a 2080 a GPU. So it's those those type of game plans. If they put out grassroots programs, then in the future, in 2025, it won't just be the generation that is between our ages down to 20. It'll be the next generation coming up, which is Generation Alpha, that then can bring in that that bigger change that that Phil Spencer here in this article and other um, leaders in Xbox, other leaders in other companies uh, can you know influence that change. That is, uh, like I said, awesome topic. I want to keep that thing going here 
on the show. Uh, but another fun thing that is coming, Netflix is always doing big things. They are bringing in Assassin's Creed franchise and turning it into a TV series, which I'm excited about. Great game. I played all of them. The only one I'm, I'm, I wasn't, I say my favorite is because I don't know why it wasn't. It just, it was the black flag one where there were pirates. And I'm, I love pirates. I love Johnny Depp when he did his thing as Jack Sparrow. Um, but something with boats didn't really, I don't know. I just didn't go for it because I think I like the gameplay of the other Assassin's Creed. And now we're going into um, Netflix is talking to Ubisoft, Ubisoft to bring in their Netflix series. They did a little teaser on Twitter um, about a week ago. And so I'm excited about this, guys. What you think? How do you think um, live action video games, movies, TV series? I mean. A lot of these are are really well done, right? Yeah, most of them are. There's some like the first movie adaptation of uh, Assassin's Creed with Michael Fass- uh, Fassbender, the guy that played Magneto in the X Men film, the recent X Men film. People didn't like it. I liked it because I played the game, and they did a little. You know, it's so hard to try to put in just like a book. You know, a book. Yeah, you got three, four hundred pages. A video game, you probably have five, six hours of hard gaming to finish the game. To put that into a, a hour and a half movie, that's tough. And that's where you find the, the fans out there be like, ah, this is not good because this was left out. And there's going to, you got to know that. It's going to be a lot of left out of a book, a movie of a video game or a book that's a great book. Like what we talked about with, uh, what's the one movie where, um, ah, darn it. I think I'll come back to it. But, with Assassin's Creed, great storyline. Netflix is doing its due diligence to bring it in. It just now the fans got to be okay knowing that hey, this is a series. It's not. It might have some missing pieces, but it's. I believe I give them a chance to make sure they put out a good product. Here's the only issue I have sometimes with these adaptations, like you're talking about, whether it's a video game movie, a, a book to a movie, whatever. Is I understand if you got to cut some stuff, right? I mean, sure. you got to cut some stuff. You got to cut some stuff. I just right. don't like it when they like change the story you know what i mean they change oh, a character oh. or they change and it's like well, I get that, a- that's nothing like it at all like you didn't admit something you changed something once upon a time i've talked about that several weeks on this podcast about that's mm-hmm. a show on streaming right my biggest mm-hmm. issue with that show is that they're using characters that we grew up with in different fairy tales but they're changing what they do or the story that we knew as kids for the show's purpose yeah, that's what I. And don't I'm like, like what? Uh, what? Like, there's already a story. Like, don't change like, the Rumpel story. Like, Stiltskin wasn't this powerful wizard dude, you know? Right. And now, he was a, if you he look, was a troll with yeah, a big beard, right? <laughs> right. But during Once Upon a Time, he's one of the most powerful characters in this show. Like, he's got the black magic. He's got all of it. And I get frustrated at points. I totally understand what you're saying, John. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, you know. Hopefully, you know, with uh, it's uh, what I have the names here. Of the uh, Jason Altman and Daniel uh, Creek and Nick, hopefully they take that advice because they're the company's, uh, the developing team from Ubisoft that's going to work with Netflix to develop this from the executive producers to bring it in the showrunner and the scriptwriter, you know, of the film. And they also were involved. I don't know. Did y'all catch on Apple TV uh, Mystic Quest? No. It was a show. Oh, you got to go back and watch this. It was a. Uh, the one character from it's always uh, sunny in um, Philadelphia, Rob uh, McLenny. If you remember him, 
He was the he has the big beard, muscle yeah, yeah, bound yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, and he got he went from chubby to small and back yep. to small again. Yep, and uh, it's always sunny. So he's the main character in Mystic Quest. So those that series, once you watch it, they did a pretty good job with that, in my opinion. And that's the team that's bringing along this Netflix adaptation of Assassin's Creed. And then also they're gonna be bringing in Resident Evil too to Netflix in a TV series too. So they're they're just starting the ball rolling here at Netflix and Ubisoft to say, hey, we got other um I say movies and TV show uh transformations that we want to bring in and a game within a game. So if you watch once you watch Mystic Quest, there's a game they were developing in that in that TV show called uh Beyond Good and Evil. So they also are adapting that to a Netflix movie because of that being in a series. So they got a lot of fun stuff, which is always Netflix. I think they always, they got to stay ahead of the curve. They're the king they of got, streamers right now. Streaming services, yeah. I should say. Yeah. They're, they're, they, they're like the, the Patriots right now <laughs> when they were winning Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a Mon Green's Nebraska Cornhuskers at the oh, time. Back in the day. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then, so yeah, or they're going to be like this PS five. And when everybody gets a chance to touch it, it feels like something new here in a new article we brought up. So now people are now, you know, these higher execs and special people out there, they get early access to play on um, the PS5 or the Xbox X series. And we got a fun article from, again, again good good friends at Kutako. We need to talk to them because we get a lot of information from Kutako. Hey, guys, we're, we, we like what up? you write. Call them on. <laughs> hit us up. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, let's hit them up. Um, but yeah, they have, you know, breakdown of how the PlayStation five is going is, it's already been played and feel what the feel like of the games, the graphics, the controller, you know, the things that's going to come out that box when you, you plug it up and hook it up to your TV here in a few weeks, guys. Yeah. So they talked a lot about the dual sense controller. Uh, they write how the, the game they played, it hardly ever stopped rumbling. Um, the haptic feedback conveyed friction as the, the character was sliding down, um, into a level. And so I just kind of wonder, Aman, when you look for that next new system, what's kind of on your checklist? Like what, what are you looking forward to the most? And so what we know so far, like you said, those privileged, those lucky people who get to play the PS5 is that that, that controller, mm-hmm. that DualSense controller seems to be on point with the haptic feedback and everything like that. Is that something that you look forward to um, when a new system gaming console rather comes out? Or what are you looking forward to in the PS5? What are you hoping it, it you know, checks off your checklist? I'd say what I, the biggest things I look for is obviously the, uh, the graphics, what it looks like right. on the screen. And then how it transfers, like this new controller, because both other, I say Xbox hasn't really changed their controller a whole lot, but PlayStation has done a whole facelift on their controllers. So just to really see what this controller is going to actually do, what is dual sense, what's that going to mean to me and my fingers when I'm, you know, playing it? And it's going to, is it going to throw me for a loop or is it going to just add in a couple new little fun nuances that doesn't scare me or scare most people? But like, you know what? I can't use this controller because obviously it's going to be in the mindset of how can I be competitive with this game or in with this controller and it's doing things now kind of like when you go to that full immersion movie theater where you're getting stuff spit on you and water thrown on you. And you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> I come to watch a movie. I don't want to be wet and have smoke in my face because it's supposed to be you know, simulating the heat and the hot and the 
the waterfall coming down on the on the on the team while I'm walking through here. But what I've seen in some of the pictures so far for the PS5, the graphics looks great. Um, they took something fun, so I don't I, I don't know neither of, I know neither of you don't have the PlayStation Four or Three, right? I have the PS3. Okay, um, I'm not sure if it was on PS3, but I know PS4. It was on there. It was the Astro. What they mentioned in this uh, article, Astro Playroom, and so the Astro Playroom is basically the little avatar robot that you control that gets you from one menu to another if you use the VR. If you oh. did get the PlayStation VR, so in PlayStation Five, they're looking at they made it into a whole game now, so you could play with the little Astro um, Room character. Um, and have fun with him running around. So it's just going to be interesting to see what that looks like. But I know everybody else, you know, when I say everybody else, uh, EA, Epic with Fortnite, EA and all their games, and Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed and um, you know, and Watch Dogs, those games are going to come to that system, and I can't wait to see those. Just from the my, my first thing, like I mentioned already, is the graphics. I just got to see what the graphics look like. Once I see the graphics that should be on a system because it's for one brand new. They put all this big money. They're doing this big marketing. I want to see that. Once I see that, then I'm, I'll know. Yes. Yes or no. This is the system that is definitely a game changer for everybody to have. And and also it's going to do all the other fun stuff. You can download your apps and watch your Netflix, not your Hulu, watch your Hulu. You can make it your mainstay, you know, in your home, you could put it up, set it up as a Blu-ray player as well. Cause it does all that too. It's been doing it since PS, I believe since Three. PS3, Yep. you know, playing the boo rays and all that. So I yeah. believe uh it's going to be a couple, you know, we're going to hear the good, the the good stuff and the bad stuff about this, yeah. but overall for me like I said, I just start with the graphics and go down from there. Yeah. Um because that's the biggest thing that, you know, I get that eye candy, I'm happy with it and we can move on, get some games on it now. There you go. There you go. And we talked about the um we talked about the revamped trophy screen as well. That's part of the PS5 on, I think, two yep. episodes yeah. or three episodes yeah. ago. So hit up the archives wherever you get your podcast. Find this, Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Yep. And so this next topic now, Ben, are you okay now? Are you okay? Amon, <laughs> I've been trying, on, to, I've been trying to stay been focused. Setting up for today, you was having yourself a fit with this new, um, with the next topic about a really <laughs> popular streamer out there. She goes by the name of Pokemon. Are you okay? Is can uh, I keep going? Yeah, I can't guarantee I'm going to be paying attention to what you say. I'm going to be looking at different photos, but all I want Stop it, man. I want to get her as an in-studio guest on Amon Green's Gamers Launch we podcast. Do that. Is this we possible? We could do that. We could definitely work that. But the big thing with Pokemon is, is she's an outstanding uh, Twitch streamer and and like I mentioned to you guys and I'll say this to the listeners in, they she is she was ascending just as fast as Ninja and Shroud were ascending in the last three to four years. Um, I don't know why you didn't really hear about her a whole lot until something like this now, which is, this is a big thing and it's a good thing. So Pokemon, Pokemon has a set and set up with Streamlabs. So Streamlabs guys is the actual studio that you download to your computer to stream from. So if you're going to stream to Twitch or to Xbox or to the uh, Facebook gaming or YouTube gaming, you got to have this app downloaded to your um, computer or your phone to basically push your stream out to everybody to see. So she's teamed up with Streamlabs to say, hey, can you set my tier system? So the tier payment system is basically, like I mentioned, what we do with Netflix and Hulu. We pay $14.95 a month to watch our Netflix per month. So same in the streamer world to watch a streamer 
you got to watch, you got to pay certain tier levels. There's a $5 tier level. There's a $10 one. There's a 14, then there's a 25, um, 25, 95 level. And so she's told them at Streamlabs, say, Hey, set my top level at $5, no matter what. Cause she's doing well for herself. She's got the big deal from Twitch. I believe it was about four or five, $4.5 million. She just signed not too long ago, but then she has the other endorsement deals that she's sitting in a good place. Yeah. She's 24 years old. Uh, uh, she was in college ditch. Now she's out obviously, but now she wants to do her fans and other viewers a solid by saying, Hey, when you donate and donate in the Twitch in the stream world means you paying me to play this game, to have a conversation with you, to give to you be, be a part of my giveaway. So what I'm saying to you as my viewers, just pay five bucks, nothing more, nothing less. You can still enjoy the same content, be a part of the fun giveaways and see me broadcast. So, so Ben, you know, you just got to do that. Okay. Just donate five bucks and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. But now I can't like give $500 to have her say, Hey Ben, how are you while she's streaming? So there's, she will still do that. Most likely for five bucks. No way. Yes. Yes. I've seen her stream. She's very approachable. She's very humble as you see why by this gesture right here. But obviously there's other streamers out there that are like either on our side or not really are kind of indifferent because this is the, this is the way they make their money, you know, to be on stream. I mean, for you to basically, make any sort of type of money. You literally got to be on your stream 12 hours a day, which we know that's not humanly possible. And that's not healthy for anybody to do. <laughs> right. No. no, it's not. And so I am. So she established a base and now she can say, that's my level that I want to be at that $5 level. Right. Which I think is really exactly. actually pretty cool. Like it makes me like, I think she's cool for doing that. I think that's a really neat move, uh, unexpected move. Cause usually when somebody's growing their base, then they just say, well, now I need more, 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 more. Right. And I think it's really interesting. Or they, or they want that. They feel that because they're getting it, you know, they're getting it so fast and furious. Then it's like, like you said, John, more, 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 more give more. it to me. I want this. I want that. I'm charging yeah. more, more money. More we money, just more can't, money. we just can't expect all streamers to do this. Well, no, I mean, this was, you mentioned it, but she just signed that deal with Twitch worth, uh, $4.5 million. That but, helps. But I mean, people like Ninja could do this. Uh, well, here's, like, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Because you're right. Not everybody can do it, Ben. And this is what I was going to yeah. say: is that she already established herself. Uh, this this couldn't work the reverse way, could it? Like, could you could you be be not as popular as she is and charge at that small level? You know what I mean? Or you you could you if you make a decision to say, "Hey." I'm not in this I'm, to make money, maybe. This yeah. Stream, yeah, this stream is going to maybe a charity, or this is all I want. You could set that. You could say that even if you weren't as popular as she is. It's really the streamer's choice. Right. That's the that's the beauty. That's what it, this is. What I love about Twitch. This is what I love about Facebook uh, gaming and YouTube gaming. Because you look at this, you it's your own channel, okay? Just like ESPN, just like um, HBO. Netflix, it's your own, it's your own studio. So as a streamer, as individual people, John, you could have your own channel and do it and dictate what you want to do. It, Ben, you could do what you want. That's the beauty of being a streamer. You can dictate how you and set prices how you want. So if somebody said you have that feeling, you know what? I want only people to pay five bucks to watch me and be a part of my giveaways. Be a part when I play these games that I'm, I'm I love playing. That some of them I might be very good at. Some of them I might suck at. 
I'm only going to say you pay me five bucks. You can enjoy this experience. So that is basically the beauty. Like I mentioned that I love about these streaming platforms for people out there. I have a question for you, Mont. So you laid out those different tiers of pricing to be able to watch these different streamers stream. Is that, yes. does that money just go to Twitch, for example, or Facebook gaming? Because is this oh. second part of this that we're talking about now with Pokimane and she only is accepting $5 donations that she's capping it out? Is that part, the donation? Is that how, you know, just normal everyday streamers, is that how they get paid? Yes, it is. And it's it depends on the the level, the tier level. Sure. So for her, it's five bucks. And then then from the Twitch side and the streamer side, there's a 70-30 <clears throat> split at okay. different tiers. And if it's tier one, I believe it's a 50, 50. And then on, you know, you just got to look on your profile when you log into your Twitch account on how it's split up. It tells you that tier one might be a 50, 50 tier two might be a 60, 40 tier three might be a 70, 30 That's 70 going to Twitch and the 30 going to the streamer, vice versa, something like that. So you guys got to be aware of that when you, if you do that and she's fine. You know, she's in a position to do this, you know, but for the up and coming streamer, like you mentioned, John, they got to like, okay, if I want to make money, what what do I, this is what I need to do. And this is probably what I need not to do, not yet anyway, to make a, make a living. Yeah. So yeah, interesting, fun stuff that I like that she's done out there and and, kind of set a precedent, you know, we'll see who follows suit. Um, I don't see a whole lot doing it because I know a lot of guys are out there making. They want to make that well, money. Well, there's some comments <laughs> from other streamers like um, uh, Jericho who said, "Yeah, I love this. Would be great to have this option for anyone who wants to uh, make it happen on their account." So there's other people yeah. out there. I mean, even uh, Tyler One made some comments as well, but he's a little controversial, which I learned this week. Am I doing my homework? Yeah, yeah. Some of the streamers out there, that's how all they are. Like I said, it's your own channel. Right. So that's where you don't know what you might be tuning into when you're tapping on. And it's like, you know what? Let me watch this streamer. I remember my first year of streaming myself. And then so as doing homework, it's like, all right, what did I? I'm going to start watching other streamers just to take some tips of do's and some don'ts of what I could find. And I found a lot of, do- of both. I found a lot of do's, okay, stuff that I use in my stream now and a lot of don'ts were, you know, seeing if you read an article how some of the female streamers use their beauty to get the subs to donate that money in, you know, and take advantage of that. And then vice versa for the guys too. They do the same thing. So I was just like seeing things like, wow. I was like, not blown away, not surprised, but just like, okay, this is actually on Twitch right now. Right. <laughs> seeing, you know, you know, female male streamers using their their bodies as the selling points you know in uh in their stream and it's just like okay can you okay 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 all right my mind is gone now so i'm just gonna throw this thought out there do you have to be fully clothed on on twitch yeah well yeah i from what i saw yes i saw i still saw i won't say fully clothed but there was no nudity but it was was close to it I'll say that it was close to it. So no nudity, but is that outlawed on Twitch? It. it is outlawed on Twitch because we had a story way I'll back be- in the day about that streamer who accidentally had a wardrobe malfunction. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, that's gonna say okay. it's not completely right. nude, but you know what? You know, showing a lot of skin. I'll say that. I I don't care. Someone had to ask the question, so there hey, you go, John. You're you welcome. Yeah. I know you were wondering about yeah. nudity in Twitch. Row, row, row your boat gently up the. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. Well, bam! That came out of nowhere from right <laughs> field there. That's all good. I can handle it. 
I'm going to start this what's on stream with my movie. It was actually one of my Halloween films that I have been watching. It's a great movie on the Hulu mix. I say it was the Hulu and Blumhouse connection. They made about four movies. This was one of the four movies along with a movie called Nocturne, um, The Lie, Evil Eye, and then Black Box. And so Black Box is following a young man, a young father, actually, after losing his wife and his memory in a really, really bad car accident, he is now a single father. So he's undergoing experimental treatment that causes him to question his own reality. So they, this treatment is trying to bring back his memory to what he can remember because he's forgetting he his short term memory is gone. So he has a young daughter. He has to get her ready for school every day. So he's forgetting to, you know put the toast in the toaster, you know, make sure he eats breakfast, make sure his daughter eats breakfast. So um, he has to get in that memory. But as he's doing this, he's going to this doctor who is played by Felicia Rashad, my childhood hood crush, just so you guys know, we get to know each other here. Wait, who is that? She was the, Felicia Rashad. She was the mom oh, on the, yeah. the Cosby yeah. show. And she still, she still looks beautiful, did a great job in this movie, but she plays the doctor that is giving my man, if I don't, I'm going to say his name, I'm going to destroy his name, but I'm going to give it a shot. Mamundo Anthe is the actor who plays the father who's lost his memory. Felicia Rasad is the doctor who's helping him by plugging him into this machine and actually giving him, you know, that goes into his brain. It's almost like a VR experience, but it's coming into his actual life. So you seeing him seeing, he's seeing things. He's like, am I really seeing this thing looking at me or walking towards me or trying to attack me to get his memory back? But watch the movie. It's a crazy twist in it. So check it out. It's on Black Box on on Hulu with Blumhouse of their horror movie. I know it's Halloween is over. Halloween is over. So check it out. It's still on there. <clears throat> it's a good show. It's a suspense sci-fi horror movie right in my right in my will zone uh will house will house by the way i'm looking at will zone i think it's i think it's on prime amount i'm looking at it right now oh yeah amazon Amazon prime sorry amazon prime that i i thank you i love amon because every time he has a what's on stream it it seems like every week i'm like i think i want to check that out i'm definitely going to check out black box i think this looks awesome no i think it looks awesome stop just like the sneakerhead show have your just, own thoughts. Just like the sneakerhead show. Have your show. own thoughts. No, Stop. He's, I'm not Stop kissing, kissing his butt. I love his recommendations. Ben is getting dangerous today. Woo, he is dangerous. I've got three off the top Man. of my head. I don't know if this one's good, but I'm going to watch it. Sneakerhead. Enjoyed it. The one with uh, on Disney Plus with the guy, uh, Goldblum. The Goldblum show. Remember that? Jeff oh, Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Yeah. First show on yeah. Disney Plus ever. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Boom. I told you, I'm a, if you need movies, you need video games, you need food tips, I'm your guy. I tried once upon a I'm time. Your guy. It sucked. <laughs> no, you did. You're just such kidding. a hater. I was just kidding. You're such a hater. All right. Well, speaking about that, uh, not I'm still streaming it. There's a lot of episodes, very long, or episode seasons are so much. Every podcast, Ben's got, well, once, once upon, upon a time. time. I know. But no, uh, Disney Plus, we are rewatching Boy Meets World. Did you guys watch oh, that wow. classic series in the yes. 90s? Yes. I used to watch that with my kids. Back so in good. Day. Starting from the beginning, watching Corey and <clears throat> Topanga. Topanga fall in love all over again. Eric is hilarious, the older idiot brother. Uh, no, I just love yeah. that show. Sean, of Didn't course, they do, too, like, Mr. They were all grown up like series for yeah. a year or maybe two seasons. Yeah, okay. Girl Meets World. 
Yeah, with Topanga. I I remember seeing that. Yeah. So, So what year is Boy Meets World from? I think like '92 it premiered. Okay. Yeah, I would say '90s to like mid like 2005, 2006 in there somewhere. Good show. And it used to be part of uh, ABC's uh, Friday Night lineup. Remember that? It was a bunch of like teenage shows then. And I think AFV was on that night too, America's Funniest Home Videos. AFV was yep. on a Friday night. I thought it was. I could be totally wrong on that, but oh, I, I don't. I don't remember. I just remember how big AFV was. Yeah, Saget. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's the thing. I didn't it. know. I just knew um, uh, Bob Saget from Full House, from America's Funniest Home Videos. But when you watch his stand up. He's a totally different dude. He is raunchy. Yeah, right? I was just about to say he is all. He's not the dad. No, he he's not Mister Tanner. From no, Full House. No. He is that drunk you see outside the nightclub when you're headed home. <laughs> okay, when he's in stand up. Ninety-three to two thousand was uh, Boy Meets World, and yeah, it was part of the TGIF lineup on ABC back in the day. Shows like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Step by Step, Full House, Family Matters, yep. Urkel. Wow. Perfect strangers too. So yeah. That was some that was good quality TV watching right The nineties. Can we just go back? Yes, we can go back. We I'm gonna, we? I'm gonna get a time machine one day and then we can all do it. <laughs> what are you streaming over there, John? Or are you just gonna go with another of Amon's picks? I keep jumping around. I saw I finished the Amon recommendation of Sneakerheads <laughs> a while back. That was awesome. Um I tried one episode of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman. How was that? It's, it's season three. I watched the Dave Chappelle one. I think there's some other guests I want to check out. It's good. Kim it's, Kardashian was on there, right? Yeah, she, and she, and she starts Ken? crying yeah. in the Do you guys episode. know she's 40 now? Really? So. She just turned 40 like two weeks ago. It blew my mind. I was I like, what? Kim K's 40? Yeah. Damn. Wow. Sense. I can't tell. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> you can't. No, not at all. She, uh, wears, she wears a lot of stuff. I can't, you know, all the stuff she puts on between her and her sisters. <laughs> I'm like, I know they're... Uh, Above the age of twenty, but how far? You know, <laughs> can I? Can, they, just, they just do way too much for me. Can like, I tell mm, you guys? I don't, something? I don't know how how oh, Kanye yeah. does it, but he does it. Okay, I got to tell you guys something. Oh, no. I've only told my friends this before, oh, so no. you guys, we can take it on the Uh-oh. podcast if need be. But okay, Green Bay Packers offensive lineman David Bakhtiari. Yeah. I have joked for probably ten years that he could be the fourth Kardashian sister. That's what he reminds me of with that long flowing hair. He looks like a Kardashian what? to me. Uh, <laughs> Whenever I see him, I just call him, hey, about, there's a fourth about, Kardashian. About, I, 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 I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's that's the last thought. thing I thought you were going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, right, I'm looking up God. David Bakhtiari uh, photos, the offensive lineman dude, for the Green Bay Packers. I was not even thinking. I thought you were saying be the next one to date one or something. Oh, not no. even. It looks like I could see that a little bit. There's certain photos where you're like, uh, what's their brother David doing? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, Uh, you got me. You got tears coming out of my eyes right now, Ben. (laughs) Oh, my. I did not hit stick. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I thought you were saying, like, I could see David dating one of the younger (laughs) sisters, you know, when they're single or if they're single, but not that. Not that he could be one of the sisters. It's the long Oh, hair. my God. Oh, Hashtag that David Bukatari Kardashian. There you go. Bam. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh. So, so my, yes. So, David Letterman, you should go check it out if you're into David uh, Letterman. <laughs> I'm into stuff like that. I'll check it out, John. Thank you very much. And uh, this tickets to game releases, sir. Release the oh. games. 
It's time for the game releases. Game releases. Wow, I'm still coming out of that uh, David Bakhtiari cloud right there. Bakhtiari. Uh, Bakhtiari. Yeah, Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari. I get corrected all the time. I can't help it. I'm, it's, I know it's a Greek name that I'm trying to – I know something's in there. Is a K or the R-A-R that messes me up. That's what happens. So, right. um, But a fun game that I'm going to talk about because uh, my kids were into dinosaurs when they were younger. So Jurassic World Evolution is now coming out on Switch, John came out yesterday and it's from the production frontier developments game studio is brought this game out. So it's a simulation game where players are creating and operating their own dinosaur park, just like in the movie. So they get to manage these dinosaurs. So it is the complete addition. So it includes all the downloadable content released from the original game that came out on the PC, PlayStation four and Xbox one back in 2018 so the big triceratops and what's your favorite dinosaur guys Ooh, uh, stegosaurus maybe Ooh, favorite dinosaur pterodactyl's pretty cool too they pterodactyl. can fly I, I like the brontosaurus they're gentle yeah. giants they eat the grass they just chill yeah they just chill out so yeah, check it out. It's out. It was out yesterday. So John, you got that. I know that'll be good for your daughter. She loves. She can learn some dinosaurs. Have you guys ever seen? They... Go ahead. No, no, no. I was done. I was gonna say. Okay, speak. I got a dinosaur thought real quick. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Have you seen the? There's like a link. You could probably Google it of what animals would look like if we drew them as dinosaurs. And what that means is we don't have no idea what dinosaurs look like. We have their bones. We don't have their skin, right? Correct. So we have no idea what they look like, but we say, this is what I think they looked like. Drape some skin on a skeleton. And people are like, well, I have no idea. Why do we know that's what a dinosaur looked like? You have no great. And so what they do is they take like different animals, skeletons, and they drape skin over them. They're like, well, then this is what a baboon looks like. You know what I mean? It looks I've like never some, thought about that. Yeah. Oh, wow, man, dude, you just blew my mind. Go Between Google you it. Yeah. And Ben with Dave, um, <laughs> my mind has been blown this episode. Hashtag hashtag that. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Blown. It's pretty funny to think I, we have no idea what dinosaurs. I are. never even thought about that. I mean, I it, you know when I was a kid, it did reference my mind, but I just figured, okay, they, these guys are scientists. They yes. know what they're doing. Yes. They knew what they looked like, but they weren't there though. They weren't in BC <laughs> two. <laughs> Why they these dinosaurs were walking yeah. around eating each other and eating cavemen? You're right, John. Yeah, it's you I, won't I be feel you. You won't be able I to recognize you. these modern animals drawn like dinosaurs. Is the link, and you won't. I come would. on, you'll see it. You'll be like, this baboon looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> turkey looks like a dinosaur. You know, it's it's hilarious. All right, I'm going to try and bring us back on the rails here. Sorry, no, um, it's okay. It's yeah, let's good. get back. Get the bus back on. Yeah, go ahead. My game release this week is called Chicken Police. It comes out on hey. November fifth. Have you played this, Simon? No, I was just like, Looks I was looking good. at that too. I was like, I gotta check this one out. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, Chicken Popo. Chicken okay. Popo chicken comes popo. out on the PC, PS4, Xbox on November fifth, and it will come out on the Switch too at a later date. Um, okay, I want to ask you this, Simon, first before I talk about this game. Why do why are release dates for Switch always later than release dates for PlayStation, Xbox, PC? Why is that? Because the Switch just came out in the last three, four years. Okay. And some of these games are basically getting re had to get reprogrammed, recoded to go on the Switch because they don't have all the bells and whistles that an Xbox and a PlayStation has. That's just my educated 
Gamer guess. Okay, right there. Hashtag that, Gamer guess. Hashtag. A lot of hashtags in this one. Yeah, that's like our theme today. Anyway, Chicken Police. A wild tale of love, death, chickens, and redemption. It's a buddy cop adventure with a carefully crafted world, a gritty story, and lots of absurd humor, which I think everybody could use right now post-election, yes. right? COVID going on oh in our world still, yes, too. Yes, I agree. So, and the game mixes elements of classic adventure games with visual novel-style storytelling. So think graphic novel um, when it comes to chicken police. And also, it's kind of set in the 20s, 30s, smoky nightclubs, gangsters, all the characters are animals. So absurd humor, this is what you're going to get with this game. It just I watched the clip of the game. I saw the preview for it. It sucked me in. I'm on. So Chicken Police. Right. PS4. I'm looking at Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I can't oh, cut you off No there. worries. Chicken Police. PS4, PC, Xbox, November 5th. Hey, John, what we were just talking about with your dinosaur thing, look at the graphics, man. They got the animals as characters, the actual animals. Yeah. There yeah. no... The two no, lead no. detectives are like chickens. Oh, that the looks two main badass. Right? Yeah, there you go, John. Boom. Dude, that looks so cool. It does. That's what drew me to this game this week. It's like a cool, like, chicken police. Like, yeah. It's like a, like, that should be a Netflix movie poster. <laughs> right. Like, whoa. Got, like, got, what's that? Foghorn Leghorn in the back air with the shotgun. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That looks so cool. Um, Man, well, I was between Paw Patrol Jurassic World and Chicken Police. Um, I don't know if I want to go Paw Patrol, but I'll go Need for Speed. I'll go way off the board. Hot Pursuit Remastered. Uh, This is coming out here shortly for PS4, Xbox, PC, and then a little bit later on, a week later, like Ben was saying, for the Nintendo Switch. You can race with your friends, cross-play, loads of extra content and updates, and uh, they... At EA.com, experience a timeless racing game with enhanced visuals. So Need for Speed, it's got cross-platform stuff going on. Drive the world's game most station. desirable supercars on both sides of the law. Yeah, uh, cross-platform game changer right there. Yeah, that's the best. Need for Speed. That was one of the games. Is that most, you said Need for Speed. Oh, that's Hot Pursuit. Most Wanted was the one I was able to get 100% achievement. So I got 1,000 points of all the achievements you could get in the game. So that's one of my moments of gaming, my Glory. gaming moment for me. So how long did that take right. you? It took it took a probably like twenty hours because I've never and, played a game in full where I've achieved every single goal, quest, mission, whatever it may be. Yeah, that's the one I have. So it took a good twenty. Took a did like I want to say a whole day took it and playing it, but in terms of the time I, from start to finish, probably like twenty hours. Man. <clears throat> All right, let's wrap this show up with a nice, fun game of this or that. This or that. All right, guys, this or that this week. Are you down with the original or the remix? Original or remix? Oh, Amon, you start. All right, I, I've liked the remixes of most songs these days and through the history because it makes it a little better. The remix comes in. Um, we start with like Drake and Lil Wayne. Um, what else? Uh, Nicki Minaj and Drake, or vice versa. Was it the best one? To, um, really cross uh, the lines was uh, Tim McGraw and Nelly back in the oh, day. Oh yeah! Uh, when, when they when they did their song, I was like, okay, there you go. I like it. So remix. I'm remix. All right. So for me and the kind of music I like. 
there's not really remixes as part of it. I'm for some reason stuck in the 80s when it comes to music I like. So I'm just going to have to go with the OG, the original. Original. I'm going to go with the remix because you can love the original and then enjoy it all over again in a brand new way. Right. With the remix, with the, somebody else on the track, with the brand new beats. And like, I like remixes. I'm going to go with remixes. But I mean, obviously, the original exists for a reason. All right, guys, this or that Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg or Cheech and Chong? Cheech and Chong. Those two were hilarious. I don't know if, if, if anybody out there has ever seen those movies, but man, those yes. movies were amazing. amazing. Yes, indeed. I'm with you, Ben. Cheech and Chong, they do it for me big. They're hilarious. And I couldn't wait to get above the age of 21 because of them. I've never seen the movies. I've never, I've heard like the comedy album or whatever, like Dave's not home, man. Yeah. That kind of thing. But no, I'm going to have some teaching Chong in the system too. Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh, Martha. I'm going with Martha and Snoop though. I think that's yeah. just like They're... a hilarious combination. It's definitely a hilarious. It's like different kind something that you obviously just like I, didn't expect Ben to say what he said about Dave earlier. Um, same thing when I saw this pop up. This was they've been they've been hanging out for like what five years now. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a minute. So I saw when I first saw it, I was like, okay, I said, Snoop is stepping his game him? up. He's she, he's transcending, as they say, himself. Has she from, smoked with him yet? From Crip, probably. What's that? Has she smoked with him on camera before? Ah, uh, good question. I gotta look that up. I was, I would say yes. By now, yes. Okay. I'm not saying that it happened. I'm just saying I'm taking a really good guess. Okay. That's all. Hmm. <clears throat> all right, guys, let's move on. This or that, cleanser or toner? Cleanse. I don't even. Uh, Mon, what's what's the difference? We, uh, we, we kind of we hit on it a little bit. Was the toner was like the last thing? Like cleanser, we know it cleans your face, but toner is the last thing you use after a cleanser. So it actually gets even deeper wash or clean of your face when you're exfoliating your your face and your neck and area when you're doing makeup. So I, I think I'd have to I'll go with toner. toner then. If it gets your face cleaner. Yes. So I'm going to say toner. Ben? Man, every time which you say toner. Might, which might not be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> every time you say toner, I think of a printer. So that. Really, because me of the, off, but yeah, the, the ink on the paper because right, it makes the right. I'm gonna go cleanser, darker. I'm gonna go cleanser, darker. Yep. Okay, all right, guys. Next, this or that: Beach Boys or Beatles? Beach Boys oh, or the Beatles? Oh boy, they had a couple albums back in the '60s that went head to head. Like the Beatles had Revolver, I believe, or something like that. While the Beach Boys had the Pet Sounds album. And it's like one would put out an album, and then the other group would try and top that album. Then the next one would come out, come out, come out, come out. So they had a battle. They sort of did have a battle in the early 60s. They did. I didn't know that. They did. But I figured they competed because they were around the same time. Yeah. No, I'm going to go the Beatles. Have to. And again, every time I I see the, the... the Beatles up against maybe the Stones or whoever it may be, I always fall back to when the <clears> Beatles broke up, all four had amazing solo careers. So, so Talking you, about the Beatles, yeah, right? Yeah, the Beatles. You, yes. So you not only proved yourself as a group, but then when all four went solo, all four were amazing. So Beatles, boom. I'm on. Same here. Hashtag Beatles. 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 Beatles because of my man John Lennon and what he was, his drive for music between what he was saying with his music and then it's the entertainment value 
as well. Not saying that the yeah. Beef Boys, they have it in their way, but the way he did it and then all his uh, members in that band and that group, they did it right and uh, they kicked it off. And like I said, like Ben said, this transcending after they broke up as a group, they still were successful on their own. If you're going to say that, that, that you like John Lennon, Amon, you got to factor in Yoko. Have you heard her sing? I knew she oh. was singing, but no, I oh. don't think I. She just screeches. It's horrible. Horrible. You got to look at Yoko. I'm sorry. I got us distracted. Again. I was going to say the, your reaction. I couldn't quite tell if that was good or bad. Like, oh, she's amazing. Or no, it's oh, bad. She's horrible. Oh, it's bad. You and me, John, you and I both. Because I'm thinking he's about to go somewhere like, oh, she's awesome. No, she's hell no. No one talks about her ever. <laughs> oh, the no, there's a reason nobody oh, does. Okay. Oh. I can look up Yoko Ono too. Uh, oh, Lord. I got to default to Beatles as well. But the Beach Boys, man, they got themselves a vibe, don't they? They do. Uh, yes, they do. And, yeah. So, California sound. Yes. Uh, corn maze or haunted house. This or that. Man, ha- haunted house. I'm first one off that haunted house. Try to scare me. Just be careful because a reflex on my stiff army. Boom. You know, but haunted, <laughs> haunted house all day, every day. I'm going to go corn maze because you can do that with uh, your family, kids, nephews, cousins, whatever it may be. Any age can do a corn maze. So I'm going corn maze. Um, hmm. I'm going to go corn maze as well. I'm not sure. Like a haunted house, it, it relies only on basically jump scares. Like, like boo. Like, hey, I got gotcha. you. You weren't expecting boo. it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. I think corn maze would be more fun. Like, I know if yeah. I'm going to a haunted house, I know how, if I'm going to get scared, how it's going to happen. It's not going to be because, like, I see something scary. It's going to be because someone scared me. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't true, know. True. I don't know if that made I sense know, one at all. Crazy, <laughs> yeah, one crazy experience I had in a haunted house back home in Nebraska. It was my, uh, it was my freshman year. Um, I came home. We had a game. I don't know if we played on Halloween or after, wherever. But anyway, I went home. <clears throat> my roommate came with me. He was a big offensive line, Marcus Johnson from San Diego, Oceanside, California. And then me and my friends was like, hey, let's go to the haunted house. We did. And so this haunted house had a slide in it. You had to slide through this slide to get out of the house. Why my big roommate friend, offensive lineman, gets stuck in a slide? I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so we had to spend like a half hour to get him out of there. How'd and you he, get him the, the, the bad slide? part, the ba- his leg, what happened, it wasn't that he, you know, he was a big guy. That's why he got stuck. No, he got stuck because his leg, one of his legs twisted up under him while he was oh, sliding no. down. And he twisted his ankle really bad. Thank God he wasn't, you know, he was a freshman and he was just on scout team. So he wasn't playing. So I felt bad. I was like, dude, man, you twisted your ankle because of me. You know, I'm like, I felt bad. But it was just a crazy, weird experience I had in a in a haunted house with my buddy. That is insane. Old roommate. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, moving on this or that. A couple more left, guys. Life or Monopoly? Ooh, I would say the game of life. I love that. I love playing that all the time game of life i'm with you too ag i like the game of life monopoly takes so damn long <laughs> you know to, to own all the properties yeah it takes forever take ownership yeah. you know how we play a game called monopoly but to actually do it is illegal in the business world <laughs> true <laughs> very true they're confusing people they're confusing us kids because we think it's a good thing we find out as an adult we can't monopolize be really good at monopoly you know, be really good. Maybe someday you can then be doing something that's not allowed. <laughs> that's right. You'll be in the courtroom to the judge. Be like, hey, I was great at Monopoly as a kid. What's wrong with it now? You don't understand. It. I don't get it. 
What's going on, Judge? Uh, final this or that, fellas. Stealth or guns blazing? AKA, uh, you got to help me out with this one, Amon. Leroy Jenkins. Thank you. <laughs> so in the gaming world, it's a if you go on, you, you could type in Leroy Jenkins. It's going to be all over YouTube, all over the internet, where it was a guy. And it was a group of his friends. They were playing World of Warcraft. And they were actually in a huddle, game planning how they were about to attack the next team in the next room. And so they sat there, and then they video, they documented this. So that's why it's a thing today. Yeah. They sat there for a good five minutes, doc, you know, talking how they're going to attack this other team in the room. You know, who's going to do what, when they're going to do it, how they're going to do it with their powers, with their ultimate weapons and all this. And then right at the end of the conversation, Leroy goes, He's like, I'm out of here. Boom. And he just runs into the battle and then they all get decimated. They get <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> So in a video game sense, you go stealth mode where you walk up people, you know, knock them out or you go Leroy Jenkins. You just, you, you let everybody know you in the, you in the house, <laughs> but you know what? That's going to happen. You're going to get every gun pointed at you. So I'm stealth. I'm not going in there. A uh, Leroy Jenkins style. And he screams his name as he runs into this, right? Leroy yes. Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Oh, man, it's so funny. I think it's so funny. They're planning but for five minutes. He's like, screw this. Leroy he's Jenkins. Like, I'm out. Y'all boring. <laughs> that is so <sighs> something. Me and my, I'm going to take Leroy Jenkins because I never knew that story. I think it's hilarious. I'm going to go with stealth. <laughs> I don't want to die. Me I neither. increase ben. my chances of winning. Yeah, I'm going to go stealth. <laughs> All right, guys, that's this week's This or That. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, listening to the Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. We had a fun podcast, guys. Oh, my God. Ben's uh, comment on David Bakhtiari. There you go. There There we go. And him being the fourth Kardashian uh, daughter is hilarious. Could be. Um, So we have more comments like that coming to you. A new (laughs) this or that. New topics. And then all the game releases from next. That will be around next week. And then Ben, let them know where you could uh, actually hold on. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Green 30 all one word on Twitch at Green TV. And I will be back at the end of this month of November back on stream. And so Ben, now let people know where they could find us on social media and to get the podcast. All right. Well, let's start with the podcast first. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple iTunes, wherever you find your podcast, you will find this. Just search Amon Green's Gamers Lounge Podcast. Social channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we are everywhere. AG underscore Gamers Lounge. It's where you'll find us. Peace. Boom.